Welcome to another episode of Roll the Credits Podcast with Aaron and Brian. Um, on this week's episode, we've got a handful of news to go over with you guys, as well as a lot of new trailers that hit the inter- uh, took the internet by storm this week. Um, we will be giving you two reviews. We went and saw um, Venom this past week, as well as A Star is Born which may be my favorite movie of all time now. Uh, (laughs) And at the very end of the um, show today, we're going to do something a little different. Typically, we do our top five. This is a thought we've batted around for quite a while now. Um, We're going to do a fantasy draft. Um, This week's is going to be Tom Hardy characters. We would um, like to face a comic book villain with um so we'll be doing a little fantasy draft the cool thing about this is that we cannot pick the same people so you're not going to hear us yeah you're not going to hear us pick the same thing it's i know some weeks it's we have similar tastes so certain things are always a little dull on that end kind of like yeah kind of like the netflix thing i feel like we were we were pretty similar on that but whatever um so yeah that's that's going to be pretty fun to do um at the very end of the show, like we said, so we'll each be picking three Tom Hardy characters in a snake draft. Um, so let's kick this thing off. Uh, Brian, you doing anything fun this past week other than uh, attend the movies? Um, I well, no, not really. No, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think for a second, built in. Uh, not really. I mean, watch some baseball and what Red Sox lose, Red Sox win, you know, back and forth. You know. David Price, man, he got. <laughs> Gotta stop! Gotta stop throwing David Price out there. This is a movie podcast. This is this is an entertainment podcast. Let's just keep going. Look, sports are entertainment. I'm just (laughs) putting it out there. Uh, Except when your team loses, then it's misery. Uh, Uh, Okay, Orioles fan. Look, man, it's been a rough one. Okay. Uh, uh, Yeah, a lot, a lot of misery on my end this season. Um, Anyway. So yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, same on this end, a lot of baseball, uh, my staycation is officially over as of today, um, and work sucked. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah, so anyway, uh, we'll dive in here head first. Um, first thing up, uh, we got our first uh, Hellboy poster, um, starring David Harbour as Hellboy from the comics. Um, looks a little bit cooler than the um, ones that came out years ago, I was, I never really liked the, the original Hellboy movies. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, I wasn't... I don't know. The Hellboy character doesn't really interest me all that much. Might go see this. Big David Harbour fan after, you know, Stranger Things being Hopper and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, he really kind of took the internet by storm. Um, so this will be interesting. Go check out the trailer. Um, I think it says, like, Legendary AF or something like that on it. So it's... It should be fun. Um, we'll see. Uh, very big horns on this Hellboy, that's for sure. Interesting, yeah. Um, uh, next up, we got West Side Story, uh, which if I don't remember if we've covered this on the podcast before. This might have been one of the stories on the week that we did not um, go um, record. That's what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so West Side Story being um, created by Steven Spielberg. Um, cast Anzal Elgort in the lead role, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, should be interesting. Uh, I only really ever saw him in Baby Driver, I believe, is the only movie I saw him in, which he was good in. Um, I'm not really interested in, in West Side Story. I'm not much of a... this this That type of movie just doesn't really, you know, hit the sweet spot with me. But it's Spielberg, so like I have to give it some consideration when it eventually comes out. Also, um, you've said that before about musicals, and now, then you know, you got La La Land, you loved. You now have A Star Is Born, which isn't a musical, but there's a lot of music in it that you loved. I, it's no, A Star Is Born is being considered a musical by a lot of things because there's a lot of music in it. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a lot of singing and stuff like that makes it a musical technically. Um, just. Like I, like you know, um, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rhapsody will be one, and and Rocket Man will be one technically too, probably. Right. Um, but th- no, this is more like a play musical, is what I mean. Like, I don't know, like, like, and also I La La, La La Land had freaking Ryan Gosling in there, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> like Man Crush Central right there. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, we'll see when it comes around. Any thoughts on on this or the Hellboy poster, there, Brian? Not, I, the Hellboy poster looks really cool. I mean, 
just the first look at it. I'm hoping that it can be better than the ones that came out what, a dozen, 15 years ago or something. Um, West Side Story, I like Ansel Elgort, uh, and it's Spielberg, so I don't know what much the cast, rest of the cast will look like, but I know some of West Side Story, so I'll be, I'm interested in it, but it's not like a guarantee yet, so we'll see. Alrighty. Um, next up, a little Netflix news. This is really, this is going to be really interesting. I'm really yeah. excited, especially what they're going to do with it off the start. Um, Netflix is starting to develop and dive into choose your own endings uh, for certain TV series. Um, the big news this week is that they were going to kick this off with uh, Black Mirror, which <laughs> that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's going to make, uh, I think, their series a little more interactive. I'm not sure what else they're going to go with if if this takes off, um, which that should be interesting. But with Black Mirror allowing people to choose your own endings for the TV shows and the episodes is going to be a lot of fun, I believe. Um, and an already interesting show that's kind of creepy and all that stuff is going to be turned up a little bit more with, with the fact that, like, you finally, you actually get to interact now. It, it, it's a black mirror in itself, really, if you deep dive into it. Um, any thoughts on this? Um, any TV shows from Netflix or anything you'd like to to see them eventually get into this with? Um, not really. I mean, I don't. I haven't watched Black Mirror before, so I'm interested to see how that will go with that. The only other show that popped into my mind that this could go with, possibly, was um, uh, a series on unfortunate events, possibly. Um, but other than that, I don't <laughs> want them to mess with any of the other shows that I love. Um, so yeah. what, what if Netflix gives me the option to um, do a choose my own ending and just kill off the Iron Fist character? <laughs> will Will they allow me to do that so that they don't make any more of his shows? You know, they may allow you to do that, but that's not going to be a widespread thing that they would stop from making... Iron Fist. You don't think so? You don't think <laughs> no. more people feel the way that I do about Well, you know Iron what? They, I, they may be afraid <laughs> to include that option because there might be a lot of people that, that would take uh, that option. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if enough people chose to, like, kill the character off turn to show, if that were an option, I think they'd be forced into just saying, screw it with, the, <laughs> with this character. Let's just drop it. Yeah, by then um, we'll have four or five seasons and... Ugh. Oh well, whatever. Uh, um, so we'll move on. We got a little teaser trailer this week um, for Rocket Man, the musical biopic on Elton John's life, starring um, I can't remember the guy's name. Taron. Yeah, Taron El- Engerton. No, that's or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the guy the who's playing Robin Hood and and in uh, the Kingsman um, movies. Kingsman movies. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Yeah, um, it starts with an E. I long think. name, long or long day, I should say. Um, <laughs> it's Monday, so. Um. So yeah. Anyway, uh, Taron Egerton, that's his name. Ah, um, I was so close. Anyway, so Taron Egerton's playing Elton John in the movie. Um, looks pretty interesting. Um, I'm not the. I mean, I like a few Elton John songs here and there, but uh, it looks like he's gonna. It looks about on par with um, Bohemian Rhapsody, really, um, to be honest with you. Um, hmm. I'll definitely see it when it comes out. Um, Ellen John's lived quite a wild life himself, and he is one hell of a rock star. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes, which we also, uh, doubling back on that, we did get a few um, early reviews on Bohemian Rhapsody that... Mm, don't sound great. Um, oh, I must have missed those. Yeah, I saw them today. Actually, um, a lot of people are saying that Freddie or um, Rami Malek plays uh, Freddie Mercury Mercury really well, um, but the rest of the movie kind of is average. So um, I don't know. That's about all I have on that. Um, back to Netflix, though. Um, they have gotten the rights to create TV shows and movies based on the Chronicles of Narnia series. Never saw the original ones. Um, the movies that came out like the last decade or something like that. or I don't remember when they came out. Um, not something I'm super interested in, but uh, 
just uh, gonna take a guess and say that you're more interested in that than I am. That, that's a good guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope the first the first one I was looking this up came out in 2005. The Lion, Witch, oh, and wow. the Wardrobe. Yeah, I know. Um, I didn't realize that made three quarters of a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, especially for a movie that came out in 2005. So, the following two movies weren't as good. They weren't never meh. But so I'm hoping that Netflix does what Netflix does and they do justice with it. Um, hoping it could be really, really good. So yeah, I'm excited. For that. I know a lot of people that are excited for it. So yeah, I mean it's Netflix, so I'm sure the TV shows will be great and the movies will be average. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, oh, but we'll see how that ends up going. Um, a movie I did not realize was happening. There is going to be a Challenger movie, um, which, to clarify, uh, <laughs> like I did with you the other day, yep. discussing it, um, based on the Challenger explosion, I believe in the 80s, um, Michelle Williams has been cast as the lead in that. Um, fantastic actress. Should make it good. Um, I pretty much make any like real-life... Um, based on a true story. Based on a true story thing, I usually always put that on a watch list, regardless of whether I'm interested in it or not. Um, mm-hmm. Not, yeah, those are always really big for me, so I'm pretty excited for this. Um, like I said, I didn't actually realize that this was a movie being made, um, but I'm interested to see who else ends up getting cast in it. Um, I yeah. don't know if it has a director or not. I haven't really dove into it all that much um but i assume it'll probably start uh filming next year at some point probably get a 2020 release date on it um we'll see how that ends up going um on to the next big thing we're gonna get a new free streaming service out here in the world um just what we need imdv is developing their own um which is gonna essentially be through amazon who owns the imdb website um, it's going to be free, I believe, for folks that have Amazon Fire TV. Um, I don't know if they're bringing it anywhere else. I know that from what I've heard, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you are going to be eligible for it, which I'm unsure if it's going to have different things than Amazon Prime, because if it doesn't, I don't really see what the idea is yeah, that'd here. Be pointless. Uh, so I guess we'll find out. Um, but I'm interested to see what ends up happening with that. Um, if they just open it up to Prime members, I'll be interested. I do not have an Amazon Fire TV, so well, I guess it's not going to end up mattering to me. Um, but if it does, I hope that they have good stuff. I'm interested to see if they end up getting into their own series or if it's just going to be like a lot of older movies or something. Yeah, it'll be um, interesting. I mean, because, you know, we all need another streaming service out there. Yeah, we, we absolutely do. I need... I mean, this one's free at least, but yeah, yeah. the last For thing now. I need is another thing I need to spend money on, um, especially with Disney is coming up and, and the Marvel stuff they want to do with that yep. and Star Wars. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, God, just keep taking money from me. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, so moving on, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine news for uh, anybody that's a fan of the show. I know a lot of people are. It's a great show. Um, Chelsea Peretti is leaving. Um, I don't know if they said she's leaving. I know she's leaving as a main central character, um, but I think the door has been left open to do shots here and there with the show. Um, any take on this? I, I've actually never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but I know you're a fan of it. So Yeah. It's it's a really funny show. I mean, it's um, it's Andy Samberg. He's hilarious. Um, Chelsea Peretti. I think this is so. This was the show was canceled by Fox uh, this past spring, and then like a week later, NBC picked it up uh, because of just the fan outpour for somebody to renew it. Because I mean, it's a hilarious show. I love it. Um, so I, I wonder. I- if th- Sorry. I don't understand how. Sorry to input, but I don't understand how Fox. You said it was on Fox before, right? Yeah. I don't understand how Fox can just give NBC a, a good comedy series. NBC has enough good comedy series in their history <laughs> that just giving them another one feels because, outright cheating. Because Fox isn't good at comedy. They just uh, or, time out. Real, real, realistic comedy, like. You mean like humans, not cartoons? Yeah, humans. Yes, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> like, um, and NBC is fantastic at it, so... I 
believe I could be wrong on this, but I believe that Fox is also the people that canceled Arrested Development all those years ago. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, you're right. They are so, not. Yeah, they was, are good at, at at cartoon comedy, but that's about it. Yeah, so I was very excited to see this picked up. So I wonder if this will. If this is the reason why she's not going to be doing it, or if she's just going to be kind of a minor role for this upcoming season, and then after that, just be gone. All right. Um, so we'll move on. Uh, a little bit of news, and this didn't gain as much um, headlines as I thought it would, but uh, we have a Harley Quinn TV show coming out, I believe, later this year or next year. It's, it's, it's next year, but the, the thing is, it's through the DC streaming service. That's right. Um, well, that's probably why I didn't hear a lot about it then. Um, but, uh, yeah, Harley Quinn, Quinn um, animated TV show. Um, they announced the voice cast for it, which is Pretty impressive. a lineup for sure. So, Kaylee Cuoco for... Um, um, why am I blanking on the name for, of this? For Harley Quinn from Big Bang Theory. Big, Big Bang Theory. That's what I'm thinking of. I've suppressed that TV show so far from my mind. <laughs> yeah. um, she's going to be playing Harley uh, Harley Quinn in the show. Lake Bell is on to voice Poison Ivy. We also have Jason Alexander who played uh, George, Costan- uh, George Costanza in Seinfeld. Diedrich Bader is going to be in it. Uh, Ron Funches, a really funny comedian. Um, Tony Hale. Um, Christopher Maloney, Natalie Morales, Jim Rash, J.B. Smoove, Wanda Sykes, and Alan Tudyk. Um, that's a hell of a voice cast. It's an impressive cast, yeah. Um, so I'm really surprised that it didn't gain as much traction. Um, well, if the DC, so. DC streaming service wants to give me a free month to test try it, I will watch this for sure. Um, but... Uh, that remains to be seen yeah. um, whenever that eventually comes out. Um, but yeah, that's a hell of a cast overall. Um, yeah. <laughs> up and down the lineup, just people from all... The only people I don't really know is Jim, the Jim Rash fellow and Natalie Morales, I think I've seen in one or two things. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've everybody yeah. else I've seen in, in <laughs> well, plenty of other things. It's DC, so I don't know how much I'm going to trust it. I mean, let's... Let's go into our next topic. That's uh, an interesting choice that DC decided to do. You're right. Um, speaking of the DC um, extended streaming service, or whatever, whatever the hell they're going to call it nowadays, um, Teen Titans, which is like the first major release TV show that's going to be on there, has already been picked up for season two. Um, <laughs> the, the, nobody, <laughs> nobody has seen the first season. No, it comes um, out Friday. Okay, well, have you seen it? No, like, that's the thing. Like, it comes out Friday, and, you know, a few critics have seen it. And they, you know, it's not awful, but it's not, like, high praises. Here's the thing. This show hasn't come out yet. We don't know anything about it other than the ridiculous F Batman in in the trailer (laughs) for it, which already made everybody groan. Um, And they already decided to renew for a second season, which... It's their bold. streaming service, so I mean it's very bold. But I understand why they're doing it. I mean, even Netflix picked up Iron Fist for a second season, so yeah. But that one at least came out before, <laughs> and like you know, picked up but the views. This. You're right, but that also got terrible reviews. So I mean, yeah. Teen Titans, I'm sure, like being the first major one, is going to get a lot of yeah. views from DC fans and stuff like that. Um, I'm guessing they're going to try and run it as its flagship for the streaming service, like its main thing. So At least off the start. I mean, that's been what they've heavily promoted for this entire service thus far. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes from there, but... um, (laughs) It's it's bold. It really is a bold movie. Um, So let's get into a little bit of trailer talk, and the first one I got to bring up, we got the trailer for Vice... (laughs) The Adam McKay um, biopic for um, former uh, Vice President Dick Cheney, starring Fat Christian Bale uh, as Dick Cheney. Um, Fat Bale, <laughs> first of all, before I go farther, Fat Bale, amazing. Give him all the awards. Watch this trailer because <laughs> it, the thing I like about Adam McKay movies, just like um, Big, Short. Um, Big Short, that's what it's called. Um, just like that, like. He does these kind of like real life movies, but but makes them rewatchable. 
injects um, kind of a interesting humor into them. Yeah, it's it's got kind of a you know, it's funny, but it's real type of thing going on, yeah. which is it, it makes it a lot more rewatchable. Like in comparison to like uh, Spielberg's Lincoln, like great movie. I would never watch it again because yeah. I, you know, it's just it's that type of thing. Three hours long, yeah. Um, but this looks like so much fun. This, um, anyway, Amy and Adams also in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Amy Adams is also in it. Steve Carell. Sam, um, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell as George Bush, which oh my <laughs> god, that it looks hilarious <laughs> yeah. on every. On every facet. Um, and it's, it's, it's a Christmas release. So, you know, they're aiming for those Oscars. They're, it quickly it, took number one spot on my Christmas released um, Christmas weekend um, movies, um, there, which there are a lot of them coming out the, on the 21st of yeah. December, which is going to make things a lot harder. But, yeah, this definitely takes number one. Go check out the trailer for this. It looks real fun. I know I shared it on my um, Facebook page. Oh, yeah, I shared And it. retweeted it on Twitter. Um, very excited for it. Fat Bale, <laughs> going to be great again. Uh, what a guy. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll move on. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse trailer number two dropped. Um, this one giving us more of a look at the variety of different Spider-Men in the different spider universes and such um we got noir batman or noir spider-man uh played by nicholas cage makes a <laughs> small appearance in it um we get the regular spider-man we have um miles spider-man we have spider pig um which is great especially anybody else that ever saw the simpsons movie um it's like a full circle going for us um it looks interesting. I'm a little more, after seeing this trailer, I'm a little more intrigued. Um, as I've mentioned before, Spider-Man is not near the top of my favorite superheroes list. Um, because I have been bitten by a spider before, and I was never given special powers, so I feel robbed. Um, well, it wasn't a radioactive spider, obviously. Well, clearly. I live close enough to TMI that you'd think that they'd all be radioactive by now, but true. clearly that's true. not true. Um... But yeah, um, that's my personal opinion. Um, what's your opinion on these trailers? Um, um, I mean, I, the first trailer, I was really excited. The graphics, I think, are amazing. Like, in some of the detail that goes into them. Yeah, it's and, it's very neon, um, which is interesting, but it does give a great visual to it. Yeah, um, and it also has, like, a comic book feel to it. Like, some of the graphics and details are included in it are look like it's coming off of a comic book page which is really cool um and then the second trailer gave us a wider grasp of it looking into it and introduced the other spider people i'm very excited for this i mean you know i really like spider-man and so and it's a good cast so it's looks great i'm excited yeah um yep definitely uh, a little more excited that that'll definitely go on my must-see list um when that drops um other Another one we got this week was uh, Mary Queen of Scots trailer. Um, the international trailer dropped on that. Um, looks like it's going to... I assume it's going to be a good movie um, with everybody involved in it. Um, oh, yeah. It's Margot Robbie and Sorosa Ronan, so... Yeah. Um, it's one I'm going to see. Um, it looks like one of those movies that I probably won't rewatch afterwards, but I'll likely... Hmm. It'll likely be enjoyable. Um... We'll end up seeing it. I'd suggest everybody check out the trailer for this one, too. Um, especially if you're a fan of either actress. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. And also, if you're a history buff, um, I think it's also right up your alley for that as well. Um, not a lot yeah. else I can really say about it. Um, anything you want to drop in with? Um, yeah, some of the makeup is crazy in it because, you know, Margot Robbie. She's beautiful. This movie, like... When she's like out of her queen's wig and everything, like, I they make her not look like Margot Robbie, which is a really good job. Yeah, and, very very eye Tanya ish in this as well. Yeah, like very. She, you know, she definitely is like that's one of the best things. Like she goes full in. Yeah, like she transforms completely into these characters. Um, from Harley Quinn to to this to like just looking through her entire 
um, IMDP page and, and stuff like that. Like she goes full out for these characters and it's great. It definitely adds a lot more value to the movies as opposed to just kind of winging it. Um, so it's nice that the efforts there to, to transform completely into these, yeah. these characters. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm a big fan of two actresses, so it's on my must see. <laughs> um, a little bit of other news we got. So we mentioned last week's episode that uh, Gal Gadot was cast in Death on the Nile, the uh, follow-up to Murder on the Orient, Orient Express. Um, we also got confirmation that Army Hammer is also going to be cast in this movie. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, again, one of the funnier names in Hollywood, um, even though you don't think it's all that weird. <laughs> it's... Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah not really a whole lot i can say about this we kind of covered it a little bit last week uh murder on the Orient express was all right wasn't great um maybe this one will be better let's hope um i mean you're gonna go to it so yeah um yeah so that'll be interesting kenneth brana coming probably back i don't think it was actually confirmed um i mean he's the main character he's the inspector i know to come back well, I, I, I agree with you, but uh, the, from what I read, it wasn't actually fully confirmed. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, uh, so let's jump into our first review. Let's just let's get it out of the way. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and throw all the chips on the table here. Let's review Venom. Um, Venom, 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 Venom. Please don't recite that. <laughs> I don't know if what was worse, in all honesty, uh, the movie or the Eminem theme song. I think it was the theme song was worse, honestly. I If I had to hear that one more time, including you singing it, um, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, I'll let you actually go first on this before I tear it to, tear it to pieces. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. One, it's not a good movie. But it's not horrendously awful. The worst part about it is the script. The script it sucks, honestly. So bad, so bad. Like, and I feel bad for Tom Hardy, because Tom Hardy, he's a great actor, and he did a good job with the script that he was given. Like, And the same with uh, Michelle Williams, who's in it, and Riz Ahmed, like... They're all really good actors and actresses, and just this script was bad. Like, really bad. And that's what really brought down the movie. You know, it's only action. Action was good. The uh, CGI for Venom uh, was pretty impressive, and uh, some of the other symbiotes. But the <laughs> it just brought it down how bad the script was. Like, it, there was parts that were just laughable. Like, they were supposed to be, I don't know, serious or just not funny scenes and they were just laughable how bad they were um like you mentioned some of the movie the previous movies uh that the script writers had done for this um and of course now i'm blanking on who what they had done previously but it makes sense of why this is a bad script um it's yeah, I you, ugh. it it was disappointing. <laughs> it was disappointing. Like I was hoping it'd be better, and it was not. I I settled with a a fifty five out of a hundred for it. Like, has, okay, thing that annoys me about it, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna trash it. Critics trashed it, and I didn't think it was great. If other fans are loving it, like it's it's holding steady at a seven point one on IMDb, which any movie above like a seven is a solid movie. The flicks or Rotten Tomato score user score is at an eighty nine percent. Don't understand that at all. It's you know what this movie reminded me of in in terms of comic book movies the most. The freaking Daredevil movie. Like that's yeah. my that's the only comparison. Which I saw um, that yeah I saw that comparison multiple times on the internet this weekend. Like that's the closest thing I can compare to in terms of any you know movie it yeah uh, yeah keep going it's, now it's at a 30 percent in Rotten tomatoes i mean i think that's a little harsh but not that far off it's definitely a lot closer than the 89 percent user score so uh yeah uh, don't blame tom hardy he did his best the script sucked just um all right 
have at it. <laughs> well, real fast. So a few of the highlights from the sc- the screenplay writers who who wrote Venom. Um, a few of the highlights: the new Jumanji movie, um, which I enjoyed. Um, yeah, but a comedy movie nonetheless. Um, the Dark Tower movie that was awful that Oof. came out last year. Uh, Kangaroo Jack, which is. <laughs> A notoriously awful movie from the 2000s. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey also in there. <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously, like that kind of explains the script a lot and everything. I thought this movie. This rest assured, Venom is the worst movie I've seen this year. Um, I'm just gonna say it. It's worse than Jurassic World. Um, the script, like you had said, it was not good. Um, if I didn't do any digging on this movie whatsoever, if I went straight in, I would assume that Venom was written by Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> uh, just like the way the character acts, I didn't like it. It. Second of all, the movie should have been rated R. The whole thing. Uh, I'm not a huge comic book follower. Like I read into these characters before the movies and that's it. I don't read the comics. I don't read books before I go see the movie. Sometimes on historical events, I don't read into the historical event before I go see the movie. I admit it. Um, now what I will say is my understanding of Venom is that it's supposed to be like an anti-hero. Yeah. Um, now this character, (laughs) Which, was may I add, we didn't get to Venom until halfway through the movie. Like, the actual <laughs> Venom taking over Tom Hardy. Yeah. Um, another thing is that, like, from what I was told um, by my friend Travis this past weekend, was that Venom is... Oh, Eddie Brock is not a good person um, in general, from what he told me. Um, which did not translate to this movie at all, because mm-hmm. he was a decent person. He wasn't great, yeah. and he wasn't terrible but um so that i didn't really understand um yeah the showing of the symbiotes and stuff venom looked awesome he looked great but (laughs) it's always the but how are you not how are you making a character whose like whole thing is that he like bites the head off of people really violent yeah make it how are you making it pg-13 like oh god like you see him like bite the head and like that's it like it just cuts away from the violence of the, the section like right then and there but i don't here's the thing i don't think an r-rated wouldn't make it that much better like, i think it would, I, it think was the it script. would I think it would uh, the script isn't the only thing that was bad about this movie to me like it just there was i felt like tom hardy and michelle williams didn't have a lot of chemistry which really kind of sucks when those are the two main characters that you were portraying in this film um so that didn't really work um tom hardy's brooklyn accent is i don't know if it's good or if it's bad but it's entertaining i'll give it that that's half i gave this movie a 40 and like 20 of those points are strictly from tom hardy (laughs) doing an accent a brooklyn accent um but other than that um yeah, script wasn't good. Um, they really just... I don't know. Venom should be a little bit darker. A little less, you know... Goofy? A little less sorority boy. Um, <laughs> in terms of the way he talks, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> um, Tom Hardy making out with Venom at one point for like... Don't five even. seconds was odd. Um, oh, so weird. But, yeah. Um very uh, I just the whole thing just it wasn't good I didn't like Riz Ahmed's character at all um, I'd mentioned to you I know you said you don't really know who he is for anybody out there that has ever listened to a Gary V talk um, in some fashion Riz Ahmed sounded just like Gary V in this movie so like I just felt like I was getting like and I mean that like in the way he talks um but to me, I, it just kept coming through the screen. Um, I didn't really like his villain character all that much. No. It just... Uh, characters were bad. Um, this was far from Tom Hardy's best performance. Um, same with Michelle Williams. Two incredible um, actors, actresses um, in Hollywood. And I just... I don't know. I didn't. I just didn't think it was very good at all. Um, I was groaning halfway through that movie. The fact that it was still going... Um, 
you get to the fight scene at the end that feels like it lasts like two minutes um yeah the best part of this entire movie was the um the post yeah the post movie credit scene. scene like that's the best part that was the biggest redeeming quality there will be a second venom this movie is killing it at the box office which and hey if you enjoyed the movie awesome uh, i'm i'm happy that anybody enjoys anything but i need somebody to explain to me how this was a good movie because i just didn't see it to be honest with you Wait, yeah here's the thing i tweeted out after we saw it i was like look this movie wasn't good but i wanted to do good because one of the post credit scene makes me want a second one yeah um, and two even though it was bad and I I want more for some reason. Like I want a better Venom movie. <laughs> I want yeah. a second one. I want it rated R. And here's the thing. Um I don't want to, you know, go ahead and talk about the post credit scene here, but what I will say is with that character, um if you the second one R. is if the second one isn't rated R, it's you it's not I don't want to see it. Like there's no point. Um so we'll see. I mean, if they don't have any actual intentions of moving the Venom into the Spider-Man movies on the Marvel side, then I just don't care um, about PG-13. I'm sorry. Nope. Um, give me more violence. Give me a better script that doesn't feel please super forced for every character when they're giving any dramatic dialogue whatsoever. Um, yeah, oh, I just didn't like it. If, if somebody out there wants to tell me why they thought it was a good movie... I'll hear you out. Um, I won't change my mind, but, but yeah, if you enjoy it, good for you. I mean, uh, there's movies out there that people don't like that I like. Um, Tomb Raider this year being one of them. Um, and uh, I also Justice League I didn't think was that bad of a movie as a lot of people thought. So, uh, yeah, that's our review for Venom. Uh, let us know if you saw it. I think we the combo score when we posted was a 46.7. Um so, yeah, not good critic-wise across the board. Um, the only thing keeping that up is that 7.1 IMDb. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, if you like it, you like it. I just, I don't know. Um, I'd suggest getting it at Redbox if you're interested in seeing it. I don't think I'd recommend spending the time in the theater and traveling to and from to go watch it. But um you guys do you and i'm not gonna tell you not to go uh I'll spend your money at movie theaters um anyway a little more comic book news uh i'll move away from that now yeah um bullseye confirmed for daredevil season three as the uh main villain um to kind of go along with uh wilson fisk yes. um which we kind of i kind of figured this yeah there was were gonna come. rumors like, of it and we saw it um so, um, that'll be interesting. It'll be cool to have uh, Bullseye in there. I assume this one will not be played by uh, Colin Farrell. Um, like the, the movie. Um, but we'll see. Um, man, I can't wait for this. We're like, what, like right. 11 days away from this dropping, I believe, or something uh, like that? Yep, that's what it is, 19th. Sweet. Um, so stoked for that. Um, we, oh, also yeah. got a, we also got a trailer that dropped... Um, later in the week for the mule um which we saw when we went to see a star is born this trailer dropped um before that um clint eastwood coming back directing and starring in his own movie again um which is incredible i think he's like 89 now or something like that Um, yeah it's it's incredible something like that um and so basically the the movie is about he's an old dude who smuggles drugs for the cartel um, or something like that is what I got. Bradley Cooper also in this movie, which caught me off guard. Um, so that's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Clint Eastwood can direct the hell out of some movies and he's still at 89. He's a tremendous actor. Um, so I'm definitely interested to see this. Um, I believe that comes out in November or December. Um, uh, December, December. That's right. Um, so yeah, I'm real, real excited for that. Um, we'll move on. Our final final review of the evening um, is A Star is Born, um, starring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga as the starring roles. This is the fourth um, movie by the same title in the lineage. I believe there was one in the 20s or 30s, and then there was another one in the 40s, 50s, and then there was one in the 70s, and then now, finally, we have this one. Um, Which, I haven't seen the other ones, but... 
this is probably the best one. I will say the one with Judy Garland has an 89 Metascore, so um, that one can get this one to run for its money. The one in the 70s has like a 59. <laughs> um, I'm also not the biggest Barbara Streisand fan, so like whatever. Um, I'll let you go ahead and take it away on on the, the A Star Is Born trailer, since you liked it but not as much as I did. Well, no, I very much enjoyed the movie. It was a great movie. Um, yeah, Bradley didn't say you didn't. Bradley Cooper uh, made his director debut in it, um, and he's also he also starred in it. Uh, he did a great job uh, directing it. He had a vision that he wanted to do for it, and uh, he executed it very well. Uh, his acting, he he did a very good job as kind of like a kind of almost tortured, struggling alcoholic rock star kind of guy. Burnout. There you go, burnout, and he did it really well. Um, and he had, and he can, he can sing. <laughs> like I heard, he could sing coming into it, but I was shocked at how well he could sing. Uh, and his like rock star voice, but then also normal voice. And then, it, and speaking of singing, like I'm not the biggest Lady Gaga fan in in general, um, but she's not. Like she's she's normal in this movie as in her role, and. What is that supposed to mean? I mean, she's a very... Lady Gaga herself is a very eccentric, outgoing person, and she is not in this movie, which I enjoyed more. Uh, one, she can, she can she can sing. I mean, uh, we knew that already, but then she did a heck of a job singing in this movie, um, writing, writing some of the songs to this movie, as did Bradley Cooper. I um, thought the acting was great all... All around, Sam Elliott played Bradley Cooper's older brother. He did a really good job. Story was great. Songs were great. Got some stuck on my head over the weekend. Uh, yeah, go. Well, the only, my only thing, it, 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 it felt a little long. It was like 2.10 maybe, um, 2.15. But other than that, it was a very good movie. Yeah, I recommend you go see it. Uh I just want to say that I could have watched that could have been a three hour movie and I'd, I'd have loved it um 210 was perfectly fine um yeah uh I really I was really excited going into this movie um when it first got announced I was you know oh, whatever you know it's just gonna be another you know tacky love movie or something dumb like that didn't know that there was three other movies in the lineage um so on and so forth. Um, we started getting trailers for it. I started getting really excited. Um, and it was justified. This movie was so good. Uh, I gave it a 90. Um, mainly because I couldn't... It's just a shade off of La La Land. Um, which is basically what I caught it going in. Was that this was this year's... My version of La La Land. In terms of a movie that... Doesn't typically fit the bill of what mm-hmm. I enjoy. Um... But I came away really loving it. Um, a lot like Crazy Rich Asians was as well. Um, but, yeah, I love it. Um, the One one of the big things that was great in this movie that was bad in Venom um, was the... Um, Script? The, no, the chemistry. Um, oh, very If much. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper went and got married, they'd be the greatest couple in Hollywood. Just saying. Mm. Um they were tremendous together um, in this movie. Uh, very believable as uh, together. Um, it came away feeling as though like these are two people that have been together for years, um, which is crazy to think because you don't you don't get this kind of chemistry. That kind of chemistry and stuff just doesn't you know happen over, all the time um, in movies. Um, so that was a huge plus, especially as, as there are a couple and stuff, you know, you see, um, Bradley Cooper's character struggle, you know, with his addictions to, um, prescription pills and alcohol and stuff. Um, and as he's downfalling, you know, she's, she's rising up the ranks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it, it's crazy and it's, it's dramatic. It's funny. It's, uh, loving the songs are great. Um, Lady Gaga's here's the thing. Uh, I will say, just like you, um, I've never been the great, biggest Lady Gaga fan. Her like eccentric side um, of music just never really was. I was never really a huge fan of it. I'm also not a huge 
pop music fan either so regardless um but she does she has great vocals um and her vocals mixed with um bradley cooper's um very raspy-ish dirty-ish country vocals um are a tremendous mix in the movie um the end of this podcast if you guys keep listening i'm gonna throw in um one of the songs from from this movie at the very end um to end it um but it it, they're it's great all around the script is great um the directing bradley cooper's first his directorial debut um stunning um he is probably my lead right now um for best director um oh yeah he'll definitely get a nom at least oh absolutely um other than that there's not a lot else i can say um it tackles a lot of issues that are very near and dear to my heart um in this movie and and stuff that i've you know seen um so that that's really great um there's a song at the very end this one is not one i'll end up playing i don't think um called i'll never love again um that was rough and man i cried i freaking cried i laughed at this movie i cried at this movie it is it was rough it's it's something man if you can sit through that ending and not tear up at all like yeah i got choked up shit um but yeah anyway go see this movie um i can't recommend it enough um i believe it was the number let me see where it is on my list real fast i know it's number four on our combined combo score list it came in at number five for me um behind avengers black panther mission impossible and black klansman Um, i think it's number four no it's number five for me as well yeah um it's it's i i just there's not a lot i can say to give it justice because i just think it's such a good movie uh, in every aspect two hours and ten minutes to some people like you you said it might not needed to be that long um it really didn't feel that long to me to be honest with you um everything kind of paces real really really well together nothing's you know a tragic jump ahead or a real slow um storyline um so yeah um 87.6 is what i ended up getting as a combo score number four on our list for the year um all around critics loved it uh audiences loved it i loved it brian liked it a lot um highly recommend going to see it it's i really i really hope it gets some awards at the end of the season i i think shallow which is probably the song i'll end up putting at the end of this um is gonna probably win best uh original song um i would put money on it right now if it was an option uh yeah so a star is born go out and see it everybody i loved it um like i said everybody it seems to be that everybody really enjoyed the movie a lot um and also go go listen to the entire um whole soundtrack's great i mean yeah the whole soundtrack is really great um if you want to get a feel for the movie before you go see it listen to the soundtrack and stuff It, it does it a lot of justice um now our reviews are done for the evening um we're gonna move on to that little fantasy draft i talked about earlier with um you guys so here's the deal brian won a coin toss earlier today and he will be going first it's gonna be a snake draft so it's gonna be him me me him him me um we are gonna each draft three tom hardy characters that he has played over the course of his career um to assist us as a a team of like avengers or whatever you want to call it um to fight a comic book villain which is not named because it really doesn't matter um ouch (laughs) uh just a basic undeveloped comic book villain like in pretty much standard (laughs) comic book movie nowadays (laughs) um yeah so anyway uh brian i'll pass it over to you since you you won the coin toss um go ahead with your number one well to fight a comic book villain you should use a comic book villain i know it Uh, this is the easiest (laughs) (laughs) i actually already had it written down in your slot for number one so go ahead (laughs) well uh yeah uh bane tom hardy as bane like he breaks batman man like batman is batman he just breaks him it's so you know you're gonna go up against another supervillain. Use Bane. He'll just wreck the dude. Fair. That's fair. 
Um, my number one pick is gonna be Venom. Um, I okay. really don't know what else I could do with this other than take Venom here. Um, obviously another comic book character, and he bites the heads and shit off people. So like, yeah. Uh, I mean that's the best I can do with number two. Um, my second pick, pick number three overall, is Farrier from Dunkirk. Um. He's a freaking okay. pilot who okay. shoots people from the sky. Like, I don't know. Him and Venom on the same team, I can deal with. Um, I, I'm all about that. Um, I figured that would be, like, a, an interesting little pick to go with there. So, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, um, I mean, World War II pilot, like, let's go. Let's. F- I'm going to fight from the, the ground, and I'm going to fight from the sky. Let's, let's roll. Let's rock. Um, okay, okay. Anyway, go ahead with your other two. Alright, so my other two then, um, I'm forgetting his name, his character in Inception. Fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> that right. dude is like a weapon specialist, and he's a beast. Like He was, um, I was doing some research because I couldn't remember exactly what he did in, in the movie, but he, uh... He was a forger. He could basically, in the dreams, turn himself into different characters oh, to, yeah. to help. And so, yeah... He brought out he brought all the big guns to the fight, literally, and with his muscles. So, he, yeah, ah, I mean, good, good pick, good pick. And yeah. his name's Eames, by the way. Eames, that's right. Yeah. Um. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, God. And then my third final pick to go up against them is um. Frank, I forget his name too. I, I had him beforehand, and now I'm in the moment. I'm forgetting character from Revenant. Uh, yeah, when you say you forgot the name, that's what I figured. John Fitzgerald. John Fitzgerald. Uh, yeah, I had him number six on my big, my Tom Hardy big board. Uh, that guy is <laughs> savage. Like he can, you know, Tom Hardy's kind of small, and like he's he's built, but he's short. Um, and this John Fitzgerald is just a savage person who had no regard for any other person or human life. I mean, he left Leo DiCaprio to be mauled by a bear. That's very um, true. So, <laughs> so you know, have him. Does now the question ground, ground attack? You know? The question needs to be asked: Does he have bear powers that he can summon a bear to attack the villain? Like is um, that a thing? I, I don't um, think so. Because if it's not, I don't like that pick on your end. That's why I had him number six. Well, uh, I think you reached for him a little bit there at number five. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm gonna round it out with uh, number four on my big board. Max Rock, uh, Rockatowski from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Um, yeah. That was the... I'm surprised. I definitely thought you were going to p- pick him and Eames. Um, so it's nice to have that available. Obviously, if you haven't seen the Max, Ma- uh, Mad Max Fury Road, as well as the other ones, go check them out. Great movie. Um, yeah, he was next on my list if you had taken one of mine. So Yeah. Um, that was pretty easy that was, since he was left there. Um the other three I had listed that we didn't pick, uh, Charles Bronson, obviously a notorious prisoner, mm-hmm. um, brute, just an absolute, absolute savage. Number eight, I had Ronnie Cray, um, from legend. And number nine, I had Reggie Cray from legend. <laughs> um, my ranking for that was only that Ronnie was a little bit more brutal and short tempered, which would be both easier and better to work with, um, in terms of fighting, a a villain um in my opinion so the end result brian you drafted bane uh eames from inception and john fitzgerald from the revenant winning um decent team uh not gonna lie um and i took venom farrier from dunkirk and mad max um from fury road um go ahead let us know um on facebook uh who drafted the better team who would be better six uh had yeah who had more success facing off against the supervillain with their team of tom hardy avengers from various tom hardy films um i'm gonna yeah i assume you're gonna end up posting like a nifty little thing like you did last week for this too um so when brian gets that up go ahead and comment and let us know who Maybe maybe i'll create a poll you know get the votes in you can create a poll you can just let people comment it doesn't really matter okay that works too um (laughs) anyway uh so yeah go ahead um that's our show for this week this upcoming week we are guaranteeing 
that we will be bringing you guys a review for First Man, which we plan on seeing, I believe, at least by Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, could also potentially have a review for um, Bad Times at the El Royale, um, a great ensemble cast movie that looks like it's coming out, getting good reviews. Um, very excited for that. Um, but no guarantees on that. It depends on how our schedules work out. Um, we'll, we are trying to not record on Mondays, but sometimes our schedules just don't work out. Um, so hopefully we'll be back on track next week. Um, other than that, any parting words you want to send everybody there, Brian? Don't blame Tom Hardy for Venom. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Blame, blame a lot of other people, but don't necessarily just blame Tom Hardy. Um, yeah, uh, for another great week, my parting words to you guys are going to be go watch A Star is Born by any means necessary. Um, Uber there, taxi there, I don't care. Do something. Get out to th- get out to that movie. Um, other than that, you know, give us a like on our Facebook page. Um, give us a five-star review on whatever channel you are listening to us on. Um, let us know a little bit about uh, review. Give us your top three, you know. Um, Tom Hardy picks to help you fight off a, a villain. Um, whatever you guys want to do, really, just give us the five star and a subscribe. Um, so you can be up to date every week for our newest podcast. Um, dropping hopefully every Sunday, like I'd mentioned. Um, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at roll underscore credits pod. Um, and other than that, uh, have a great week, everybody, and enjoy this little tune from um, A Star is Born. Have a great week. See you. Tell me something, girl Are you happy in this modern world? Is there something else you're searching for? I'll fall in In all the good times I find myself longing for change And in the bad times I fear myself tired trying to fill that void or do you need more 